Now, South Africa's factory activity remains in the doldrums. This reflects in the APSA PMI, which has had a weak start to the fourth quarter. The index fell deeper into contraction territory, down from an upwardly revised 46.21 to 45.4 rather in October, as a business activity weighed. Now, Andy Sadon-Dudule, who's economist at APSA, joins us to unpack the index in greater detail and what it suggests for the manufacturing sector moving forward. Andy, so thank you for your time and a good afternoon to you. Thank you, Noritando. We'll get into the sub-indices in a bit, Andy. So, but maybe let's just uh, off the bat look at the, the, the decline in the, the index number here. Uh, what exactly is driving, what sort of a macroeconomic environment would inform this? Um, so in terms of the macro environment that would inform this, I think if you look at um, activity levels um, within the country, if you look at um, load shedding, yes, we are improving in terms of load shedding, but load shedding has been a persistent um, a persistent risk um, in the economy. So that might also have something to, to do with the decline in, in, in productivity levels within the, the sector. Of course, we saw here that, uh, you know, the index is also back to the levels that it was when, you know, transport corridor on the N3 was badly affected. Um, in my mind, Andy, so nothing that bad has happened, uh, you know, over this period. Uh, but is it possible that the resilience of purchasing managers is starting to wane? Um, we think so, but also, as you, as you highlighted, there was nothing really bad that happened um, during the month of, of October. But then we have had some supply side disruptions mm. in July. We saw with the the entry the NT trucking corridors being vandalized, and in August we had the the taxi strikes in the taxi strike in the Western Cape, and also the the floods in September. So all of those things possibly could have um, led to some of the weakness that we're seeing now. But in terms of the underlying data within the PMI, we did see that the business activity index, which measures um, output in the sector, that was down um, in October. And I think also if you look at new sales orders, that's reflective of demand, what's happening to demand um, within the manufacturing sector. But then if you look at that, it's not really, um, it's, it's mostly because of um, demand factors, domestic demand being weak, because um, the BAR did note that export sales rose. So it's more likely of a domestic demand issue that has been driving um, sales orders down. What we're also seeing is the employment index also starting to wane a little bit. I'm keen to get your thoughts on that one. I mean, we did see it's, it's been contractionary level, I think, throughout most of the year. But around 43, around 44, we're seeing it now ahead closer to the 40 mark. Uh, you know, yeah. is, uh, what does that tell us about employment here? I think what tells us is that um, employment in the sector is at really subdued levels. And I think that's echoed in both um, the quarterly um, labor force survey by Statuse, as well as the um, QES um, by Statuse. So both of those um, uh, of the labor surveys have indicated to contracting um, employment levels um, um, within the manufacturing sector. So it's not surprising to see that reflected within the PMI data as well. What I did find interesting about this specific print is where we are with purchasing prices. Of course, there's been a decline there, and we saw a very steep petrol price increase, I think, in the month of September and October. But it's still, uh, you know, not in contractionary territory. So I'm wondering if that's something mm. to make uh, of it, you know, the fact that it's above 60 even. Yeah. I think in terms of um, purchasing prices, I think the load shedding um, story also comes into play there because, 
it is additional costs, right, to, to manufacturers. So I think load shedding might play a role there. But I think going um, into November, we are likely to probably see that, um, that index um, come down um, because of the petrol price hikes, um, sorry, cuts that we saw in November. Also seeing the curious case of uh, the supplier deliveries index, that's been one that's been a bit uh, confusing over the last few uh, months that people yeah. have spoken about it. Are we still seeing it a little bit inverse and a little bit uh, opaque uh, with what's happening there with the supplier deliveries index? Yes, so that index is still at um, unusually high levels and it also did um, increase actually in October. So what we think is happening there is that it's possibly some lingering effects from those um, supply um, side um, disruptions that I mentioned earlier, because as you've noted that it's been, it's been, a, it's been a bit of a curious one because before, uh, before COVID, typically you would see that index rising if there was um, a lot of economic activity happening within the, within the sector. But as I've mentioned before, that activity levels are down. So what tells us is that it's possibly those lingering um, supply chain disruptions from um, the supply side shocks that we've been seeing um, throughout the, the third quarter. What I also think is alarming here is if we look ahead to expected business conditions, that's down 12 points uh, in contractionary uh, you know, territory from expansionary. So it really is quite a fall. I'm wondering uh, why that's the case here. I know that we've been speaking about the interest rates being higher for longer, and I'm wondering if that's also mm. weighing heavily on uh, the factory gate, but also why there is so much pessimism looking forward, considering that we'll actually be in a new year next year. Yes, um, I think in terms of that, it might have to do something, we suspect that it has to do with some of the geopolitical tensions in the Middle East, because if you look at domestically, load shedding has improved. I mean, we just came out of nine days of no, of no load shedding. So that has improved, and some of the ESCOM's generation units have come back um, earlier than expected. So we suspect that it's possibly due to some of those geopolitical tensions that we're seeing in the Middle East. So probably manufacturers are um, a little bit concerned about the economic impacts of that. And, you know, when we look at South Africa's manufacturing sector, and it's all kind of interlinked, right? Uh, this manufacturer relies on that manufacturer who relies on that manufacturer. Is it very possible uh, that, you know, this uh, contraction that we're seeing uh, is so deeply entrenched within the sector? It might take a while uh, for us to, to see it in expansionary uh, territory, even if uh, macroeconomic conditions improve. I think it's, we can't really say at the moment, but as you've said, yeah, they are intellect. So there are a lot of connections within the economy. Um, every sector is intellect with one another. So we are monitoring the data to see if that improves um, within the next coming releases. Fantastic. Thank you for speaking to us through this number, uh, Andiswa. A rather bleak one this month, unfortunately. Thank you for your time. That was Andiswa Nontutule. She's economist at APSA.